Brotherhood, you heard that cash register ringing. That was Dak Prescott's pockets getting filled up. Headman, how are uh, you? Man, man, it is great. It is absolutely great. And yes, uh, young Dakota has, uh, has, has hit the mother load. No question about it. Way past time to, if you were going to do it, I think you wait, you know, the, the organization waited long and ended up costing them more. Man, can you imagine if a couple of years ago if they'd have thrown out uh, five years for 125 million? Like, I don't know, 60 of it guaranteed. Two years, if they'd done it two years ago. Yeah, all that would do is make him want more now, though. I don't know, you know what I mean? Just the way they do it, now, right. the way these players just one day they wake up and they decide they need more, and they'll just hold out or, or do whatever, or just beat Deshaun yeah. Watson yeah. and say, "Trade me, man." Or, that kind of, I don't know that Dak would do that or not. Um, and, and, you know, the point of that, too, that people don't talk enough about is Dak was offered. He was offered. This is the third time he's been offered, and he didn't take any of them. You know, right. So, so that had a lot to do he with hit, his uh, agents. He, yeah, he did hit the load, though. No question about it. Four years, $160 million. What is it? Uh, uh, 126 of it was guaranteed. Is that the yeah? Is that the number? Yeah, and yeah. and and seventy six, I think, up front. <laughs> Sixty six wow, to sign, yeah, something like that, and and uh, I've got the number somewhere. I think it's twenty two for this season, which really helped the team out. I was glad to see yes, that. Uh, twenty three next season. Uh, which helps the team out again, and then it pops up to your forty-two for twenty-three and forty-three for. See, that's the, the way that was structured. That is all about Jerry believing that the revenue stream that the league is going to be generating starting in twenty twenty-two is going to be significantly higher. It is going to be significantly know- higher, and even if they just go by uh, recent history, it's been a. $20 million jump every year. So even if you just did it like that, then, right. uh, you know, by the time that fourth year rolls around, it'll be $80 million more than it is now. Is that the, you know, I think he's, he's really uh, thinking the new TV deal is going to be mega. Yeah. And this new stream of uh, gambling yeah, has exactly. a lot of potential exactly. of, uh, of gen- re- generating revenue for these teams. So, I think that's what he's looking at. He's like, man, we're gonna we're gonna get a big big deposit, and uh, right at the time where we need to start spending it. So yeah, yeah you know, so, here, here we are, man. Yeah, we're that, five years into into this Dak Prescott deal, and we got one playoff win. Um, yeah. It's boy, it's time for them to get get something done. 
make a you got to make a run, man. They, they uh, this missing the playoffs, six and ten records. And I know he wasn't part of that last year, but man, this missing the playoffs. That's got to come to an end. It does, gotta, but it takes gotta, a hell of a lot more than than a quarterback. And I think we both can agree that we've seen him improve since he first came yeah. out. We've seen steady improvement from him. Seems to be a really hard worker, which is encouraging. And you know, with, oh, hard, with hard work is going to bring improvement. And it's up to the the uh, management to put more talent around him. You know, it, right. it, it just is. And they made the decision. Obviously, it took them a while to do it, but they have made offers, as as I just mentioned. But uh, right. they made a decision. They were going to be one of the teams to pay big money for a quarterback because you don't have to be that. You know, um, but they decided they were, and they wanted Dak for a lot of reasons. And he's a damn good leader, and he he represents the the team well. Agreed. I, I, there's no no argument there. I I, I think at all. And hey, who's just the flavor of the moment? You just wait. Baker Mayfield's about to, you know when he comes up. Lamar Jackson when he comes up. Josh Allen when he comes up. They're all going to be pushing that number, and that's. It's ultimately that's the way it is. It's you know it's like the uh, the barber shop where the barber calls out next, yeah. and the person that's up next, you know, and that's because you've seen it. That's the way it has progressed. Yeah. For about the past five years, you know, it's you know Russ was the the highest paid at thirty five, and he yeah. got by Aaron Rodgers, who's at like thirty four point five, yeah. and he got by Drew Brees, who was at thirty three, and and you know it, it's just this continual somebody is uh, uh, getting. Uh, you know, you're getting a little bit more of a bump to uh, in that position. Now, the interesting thing is, is the three that I just mentioned, they've all won Super Bowls. Um, and have had playoff success. And not to say that that falls at the uh, the feet of Dak Prescott is his fault, because I, I, I think there's a number of different things that came into play with some of those playoff games were messed up. But, uh, you know, those guys making less than him now have all – won the, the prize and I've had playoff success but it, it, heck maybe it doesn't uh, maybe it doesn't matter anymore well it's just, just it, you know to... I think when you get into that top 10 discussion you know if you're one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL which I think we agree that Dak is probably in the 6 to 7 range you know not to, we, sure. don't, we don't have to name him off right at the second but he's probably in that 6 to 7 range so if you're going to have a top ten quarterback, you're going to have to pay him. You know, yeah. that's just the way it's going. And to the be. number starts. The number starts at forty. We just found out. Well, the funny thing <laughs> is, is, is you know, if yeah, if Dak is is six, just for this discussion, Josh Allen's real close to that. Probably, I don't sure. think Mayfair's higher than that. I know he is. Mayfair is. Baker Mayfield. Me, Mayfield. Damn, why was that so hard? Uh, Mayfield okay. is is higher than that. Lamar Jackson's pretty close to that. Um, right. And there was speculation. I can't. I can't cite the source. But yesterday, somebody said that. Yeah, Dak just signed that for that big money, and by the time the season starts, this season potentially, those guys could be making more than him, and those guys aren't right necessarily better than him. exactly so right feed your point quite well no it's just a it's a revolving you know it's like after after zeke signed the, his deal he was the highest paid running back in the nfl for what six months yeah exactly and then and then uh, 
McCaffrey took that uh, took that position, and that's just the way that deal goes, man. They uh, as long as they they're making the revenue that they're making, and they are printing money. Um, new TV deal, you start getting gambling money involved. That's going to be huge. Yeah, I think also. I think also, you know, they wouldn't have done it if they if they didn't feel at least pretty confident, if not really confident, that <laughs> Lyle Collins is coming back and Tyron Smith's coming back and Zach Martin's going to be healthy again. You know, on and on to where that offense is going to be able to protect him. You know, uh, they they had well, to be thinking you know, here- along those lines. Here, here's the uh, the thing that I look at is how long is uh, uh, Tyron Smith? You know, he's going to come right. back healthy, right. but is he going to play ten games? I mean, because he's going to be injured again. It's that's just where it is. Yeah. That's where he is as a human being. That's where he is as a professional athlete. The wear and tear that he's uh, he's encountered that that's the way that deal is going to be. Um, and I'm I'm hoping. That uh, you know he has a has a better run. Maybe we get a dozen games out of him. But are you saying no question in that, some way that he's the Kristaps of the Cowboys line? Is that, is that what you're saying? Well, <laughs> he you know there, there's there's no question that he's man. He's I think we drafted him when he was 20 out of USC. Yeah. So there's been a lot of uh, a lot of uh, mileage on that body, yeah. and we've even seen it. You know the, the the fact that he might be just a step slow, yeah. just a step. I'm, I'm, you know, from being the best left tackle in football to being one of the top, I don't know, top six left tackles in football. That's still a pretty know, good, that, that, pretty good little yeah. ratio there, yep. and he hadn't gotten any smaller. So uh, you know, it's going to be an improvement for sure. Uh, you know, off of yeah. What we saw I, I, hey, you get him and you get him and Lyle back. You get uh, Zach Martin back. The whole the whole point though is that they're not youngsters anymore. They are getting into that uh, that area where things can can start happening. So I think that's an area that you look at in the draft. But man, we have got to be getting on that defensive side of the ball. Well, the Chiefs just let go of two uh, offensive tackles. They're available, which uh, is something to we're look at. Were the two? Were, were they were they the two backups that started the Super Bowl and had Pat running for his life? No, it was one of them was like the starter that was injured. Is my understanding? Okay, but, you know that guy is okay. obviously pretty good, but must not have been, uh, you know, financially affordable for them. Right, you, you know that's kind of what you you look at. You start uh, you start looking for areas where you can do do a little uh, uh, little, little clipping off that that uh, that bill. <laughs> yeah, which it, is, it you know, appears what, what, that you know, kind of your. Uh, there's going to be some surprising free agents that are going to be casualties, you know, based on this lower cap uh, this year. Right. So we may be able what is to it, 182 a, this year. Yeah. Maybe able to pick up a, a proven veteran instead of, you know, drafting and, and waiting on somebody drafting and waiting on somebody may be the way to go though, you know, turn right. the financial side of it because we do still have Tyron. But uh, you know that's yep. that's for smarter people than us, <laughs> if there are any. It, it's a good point. <laughs> definitely, definitely taking that. For well, sure. somebody that was kind of chirping a little bit is our former Super Bowl winning coach Jimmy Johnson, and you know I really didn't uh, take it as a negative. It, it 
probably isn't a positive, but, you know, to paraphrase what he said was, he says Dak can't carry a team to a Super Bowl. He said he thinks he can win one with the right people around him. And, God, I just I have to use an old saying that a good friend of ours uses a lot, and that really sounded tough but fair to me. What do you think? Well, I'll tell you. I'll say what I think about that. Um, he doubted Troy Aikman. He doubted Troy Aikman so much yeah. that back in the day of, of before free agency, no, I shouldn't say before free agency, but before the salary cap and so forth, he doubted Troy Aikman so much that he da- he drafted Steve Walsh in the, uh, supplemental. the supplemental draft, which is which is what it was back then. That cost us the number one amount. That you know, there were trades made and he got those number ones back. Yeah. That's all I have to say about this statement about Dak is that he wasn't, he wasn't correct with Troy. He thought well, Walsh was the quarterback. And that's why he drafted him. He had, uh, he'd coached him. I believe he'd coached him at Miami. Okay. And uh, he, that's who he thought was, was the guy. So, as golden as Jimmy is here in Dallas, and deservedly so, he ain't a hundred percent on the the overall evaluation of 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 looking at. Hey, I don't think this uh, this kid Aikman is is the answer. I, I believe it's uh, Steve Steve uh, Walsh. Well, let's and analyze, so I, let's, I, I let's analyze this just to, just for a second. Uh, he has seen Dak Prescott for four years, and he had seen Steve Walsh for three or four years back then. They were still playing three or four years. He hadn't right. seen much. Of, he hadn't seen much of Aikman. He didn't really know for sure about Aikman, but he's had a really good sample size of Dak, and and he's not. I, I want to really stress this. I don't think he's saying. Dak is not a good quarterback or a good leader right. or, or anything like that. He's just merely pointing out that he's not he's not an Aaron Rodgers type, for instance, that even if you don't have a lot around him, you might still get far. He's just right. he's just making that point. And and that's it's it's probably fair, you know. Um but we just talked about, you know, Dak could continue to, to rise and and get better as he goes to where maybe he will be able to shoulder uh, a little bit of that. So I just go back to the the comment was tough but fair. It, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it's just his opinion. Certainly, and and he's yeah, he's he's watched enough tape and watched enough people play. He's and and has a you know a good understanding of it. I I just look at the fact that man, any quarterback they're going to have to have people around them. No doubt. I'll even take Troy. I'll, I'll take Troy Aikman as an example. Best quarterback in the league for that, you know, five, six year run, you know, 91 to 96. Yeah. Um, but then when the talent started going away, he wasn't leading that team beyond, you know, he's getting knocked out in the first round. And talent you around you is. You don't got to go any further than just February of this year to see what talent around you will do. Uh, Tom Brady had. Big time talent around him, uh, right? You know, and, and took it right to the to the tune of thirty one to nine. Uh, Kansas City the year before this had talent all around right. them. As soon as they had a couple of key injuries, and yep. Tampa really playing well, 
you know, that, that just kind of proves right. your point again. So, but I think, I, you I know, just, I, Jimmy's kind of talking about, I'll give you a, a little example of what I believe he's talking about a couple of years ago when we went out to LA and I think you may have even been in attendance for that playoff game when the, was. Ram, the Rams took that weapon away that was Zeke Elliott and just said, Dak beat us, and he couldn't. So I, I think right. that's kind of what Jimmy's talking about. I can't be for sure, but I think that's what he's talking about. Valid point. No question about it. No question about it. Um, I just know this. I'd rather have a top 10 quarterback than be looking for one. Yeah. And you know, I don't know that this thing, with the, with the talent that we have on the roster, at least on the offensive side of the ball, um, you know, you got to have a have a, a good quarterback. You, you and Red did a uh, uh, you know a decent job in in, in a fill in role, but that that ain't somebody that's gonna I don't believe gonna lead you to the uh, the promised land. I don't think so either. I think you could have done. Uh better than he did if there weren't so many injuries, you know, that devastated the line, but not to get too, but it's interesting you bring up red and it, it doesn't even necessarily have to be him, but I think it's pretty important that we don't sleep on the fact that we need a good backup just because of Dak being, Absolutely right. being hurt last year. So all, as we saw, all it takes is, you know, an innocent little play. Yeah. And, and somebody roll up on an ankle and the next thing you know, you're going, Oh, damn it. So this this deal was all about the checkbook, and, and it appears it was, yep. and you know, as, as you could, with for all that money, it's hard to say it was team friendly, but it was team friendly at least for the next couple of years, and mm-hmm. then you combine that with the restructuring of I believe Lyle, Zach Martin, and Tyron Smith have already restructured their deals over the last couple of days to the tune of close to twenty million in available cap room. The next one on that list. Just would appear to have to be Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, so you know, yeah. if, if that gives you back seven to ten million, there's thirty million bucks plus you you sign Dak to a team friendly deal. I, I'm I'm kind of impressed with it, to be honest. I I I think you know, you've got a uh, uh, quality quarterback. You've got a nucleus on the offensive side of the ball that can score points. Obviously, um, we just got to got to show up that defense. I'm looking to see what happens in free agency, what happens with the draft. That's going to be key. They, hey, they 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 were in attendance. They're watching Cleveland run for 300 yards. Yeah. Uh, the brain trust was. They they yeah. saw that. They saw other teams just shredding us uh, from a uh, you know on the defensive side of the ball. And hell, just candidly, I got tired of watching eight and nine yard runs all the time. Man, no kidding. Nothing that, personal, but Stevie Wonder could see how bad our defense was. Good Lord, it was pitiful last he, year. He would, he would just get in the – you know, if Stevie was playing, he would at least get in the way <laughs> of somebody. Yeah. I love it. Good discussion we're having right now. Let's take a quick break and then and come back to the brotherhood. What do you say? I think that would be a wonderful idea. I'm a deep thinker, you know. That's how I like to do Think real deep. Smoke something, lay back, let my mind take off. I be thinking about stuff people don't know about, people ain't even thinking about. Like, for example, why isn't there any B batteries? 
Why it ain't no B batteries? But they tripled up on the A's. What, the B stand for black battery? Ain't no black batteries around here. Nah, if there was black batteries, I wouldn't use them. They probably will work sometimes. <laughs> Fuck y'all, that's hilarious. <laughs> Trying to be all pro-black in there. Uh-uh-uh, <laughs> mm. We don't talk that way in D.C., D.I. You can go back to Chicago with all your shitlin' ways. We don't do that here. I get deep. I'm a deep dude. Here's another example of how deep I get. Adam and Eve, they the very first people on the planet Earth, right? Right? So I'm looking at a picture of them the other day, both of them naked, and I noticed they both had navels, belly buttons. Why? <laughs> Who cut their umbilical cords? You ever be with a woman, you have to drop off at home, you pull up to her house, you gotta wait until she get out the car, walk up the gangway, get to her door, put the key in the door, turn it, and then she leans back and does this, and then you're supposed to pull off, right? Stupidest shit ever. <laughs> Every time I pull off, I can't help but to think, I wonder is the murderer inside the house? <laughs> just not a lot of porch killings. <laughs> I would think he would be in the house <laughs> like the rest of the murderers do. <laughs> My son asked me to buy him some Beats by Dre headphones. I'm gonna price them boys, them motherfuckers $400. I'm like, y'all ain't got no Beats by Soldier Boy? <laughs> Them should be about $20, shouldn't they? <laughs> I don't got no MC Hammer beats or nothing like that. Carry on, Sports Brothers. children listening <laughs> oh my god beats by soldier boy <laughs> oh, she'd only be oh my god bucks. oh my god 
That was classic. And why aren't there any B batteries? Golly. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is great. They, they triple up on A and then jump right to C. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That is too much. Yeah. That is just way too much. Good well, we, stuff, did, we did some good uh, cowboy talk there. It's probably about time to talk about the little Mavericks, as you call them. I like to call them the local Fantastics myself. You do. You do. Yeah. I, think, I think both names are, uh, are appropriate. There's one guy on the and team. One guy on the team I like to hear from. I am Bovon. <laughs> He's Bovon. Bovon's getting to play tonight. I don't know if you've been lucky enough to... Check no, I didn't. Uh, I did pick up the uh, the fact that both uh, Luca and Casey were scratches. Yeah, did that unfold? Did that end up unfolding that way? Yeah, healthy scratches. The Mavericks are currently down about midway through the third quarter, down by fifteen at Oklahoma City. Mm. So I think this guy, I am Boban. He needs to step up. <laughs> He really does need to step up and help his team a little bit. Hate to lose to yeah. a, to a team that's you know considerably lower in the standings as as it sits right, right. now. The, the Mavericks have creeped up to the six hole as as we sit tonight. Are we uh, now? I thought I said eighteen sixteen. Is that the uh, that, yeah. is that the count at this point? Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, you'd love to not lose to Oklahoma City. Come on. Come on, guys. Let's uh, let's pull that one out. Yeah, I for mean, sure. This is a time where people need to rally and and step up. You know, I I can see why they're doing it. I, I hate that it's our two best players at the same time, but they're right. trying to load manage, if you will. That's the fancy term they use nowadays. And that happens uh, happens all all too frequently. I I look at yeah. that uh, that that practice. Unfolds, but seems to be the way of the way of the league. There, it's one of those things. It goes down that path. I don't see it coming back. And no, you think and about the day. It's a compressed schedule on top of it. You know, in terms of right, you don't have as many days. There's supposed to be ten back-to-back situations. You know, for the duration of this schedule. Right. I can't imagine that Luca's going to miss too many of those. Uh, but the fact right. that he played the All-Star game, came right back, played the other day and all that uh, maybe that's got something to do with it but I don't think he's hurt or anything I think they're just giving him a blow just giving him a little blow and look at the big picture instead of you know this one game right in front of you the rumors are still rampant out there I don't know what to believe and what not to believe you know uh, Carlisle uh, Mark Cuban Donnie Nelson they're all denying that that uh Kristaps Porzingis can be had for the right price. But if you read the Twitter box closely, supposedly the GMs around the league are, are all giving it, you know, positive that if you come with the right deal, you can have KP. So it's, it's hard. To, yeah. It's hard to figure out who to believe. Sometimes where there's smoke, there's, there's fire. But if, when I just look at it, I, I, I just feel that KP's career is going to be short. Hmm. I, I have that, that feeling. 
his body type is such that you just don't have a whole lot of the the seven three guys that are you know that, that that go a long way, and we've already seen it. I mean, he's he's had you know he's had the injuries, and I just think that's a a, a precursor of what what will be coming forward. I just feel that way that man, if you could find you a good deal right now, I I might be inclined to I might be inclined to take it. I, I just I'm worried about that that body type. You're long, and man, that is tough on ligaments and tendons and and joints, and uh, especially playing professional basketball. Um, you know he's great when he's on, but yeah. it doesn't take much for that for that fine tuned uh, that fine tuned engine to to get crossed up. Well, I gotta believe for, that the other teams are thinking the same way though. Yeah, why would we trade for a guy that might not be available that much? Because availability is a big deal. But it makes me think, you know, it it makes it even more important that we find a third wheel that's, you know, all-star or just below all-star quality to where maybe KP doesn't have to put so much wear and tear on him, but he's still a damn good player. And if he could be your third wheel... Because you got to have it, man. You know the way New Orleans, New Orleans, uh, New Jersey stacking, and Lakers are always going to be stacking people. The Clippers kind of are stacking stars. You're not going to win the title unless you stack a team. You know it's it's just getting to be too obvious that way. And and the Mavericks need to take some of these tradable pieces, if nothing else, just for the value of their contracts. And and get a third guy to where we can we can bow up to some people and, and at least try to make a run at it because why else are we right. doing it you know right uh, and and I have really um, felt that this year you know the, the realistic uh, championship contention is is probably not there this year it's it's more about next Agreed. year because the license on Luca isn't going to last forever. You know, and and no. uh, so we kind of need to really get get going and pushing it pretty far next year. And if KP can stay healthy, which is a big if, I mean, and, and right. you made your points are well taken. The history shows that the Bill Waltons of the world, as good as they are, they don't necessarily pan out health wise. You know? That's right. Exactly right. So who, who do you uh, who do you have uh, targeted? Are, are there anybody that Anybody you have your your eyes on? Is, well, I think is, I think we need, a, a if nothing else, uh, there's two things that we really really need, and we've kind of kicked it around. We could use a just a filthy scoring threat, just somebody that's just going to put it in the hole. Somebody that might be available, might be is Bradley Beal. He's leading the NBA in scoring right now. Probably take three or four of our guys to get him, but I'd do it. Right. Um, Okay. The other thing too, you know, just based on the stats, which are which are really poor in some areas, one of them being three point percentage, which a, a top fledge scorer would help with, but our rebounding in general, both offensive and defensive, is bottom five of the NBA in rebounding. That's a problem. Yeah, so a big bruiser um, that that's not too concerned with scoring or shooting threes or what have you going against a little bit of the philosophy that we're using, but man, 
what we're using is not working at relative to rebounding. So we need a bruiser. Some of the names that are kicked around that could be potential buyout candidates, Andre Drummond's with Cleveland. Um, I okay. hear that his first choice is the Lakers, of course. Wow. Uh, yeah. Ke- I, w- I want to go to LA. <laughs> yeah, who does it? Uh, Kevin Love is a name that's being kicked around as a potential candidate. He sort of fits more what we're doing now in terms of shooting threes. You got to have, you know, big men have to be able to shoot threes. I don't know how useful right. he'll be in the rebounding department. Demarcus None. Aldridge, who's a, a UT <laughs> alum and a, and a Dallas boy, and he's a pretty big guy. Diggerville. Yeah, rebounds Diggerville, well. Diggerville High School. He right? uh, unceremoniously was announced last night or the other night when we were playing San Antonio that they're just moving on from him. Not much ex- really? ex- Yeah, not much explanation given other than he didn't make the trip to Dallas and we're trying to work with him and his agent to find him a different place to play. You know, uh, okay. he's really expensive. So, go ahead. There's, uh, how old is he? I mean, I, I'm just looking at that. That's one of those names that probably five 32. years ago, I'd have been, yeah, yeah I, five like years that. ago, I'd have been all pumped up about it. Yeah. Um, you know, right now, I don't know how, how excited I am about the Marcus Aldrich as I would have been five years ago. Could not agree more. And then if you think about it, it might cost you Finney Smith and Jalen Brunson and maybe maybe something Uh else, you know, just to, just to get him because Popovich isn't going to trade him for nothing. You know, well, what I'm looking at is you just named exactly the person that we were talking earlier about Jimmy Johnson and his, his um, assessment of Dak. If Greg Popovich is ready to part ways with you, <laughs> I don't know that I'm really excited about picking you up. Exactly. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, that's just, just the way it seems to me. It's like, you know, no, guess what? Pop doesn't like you. I'm going to go ahead and go with Pop. That's it. Maverick talk done. Let's switch gears. Yes. Were you holding on? I hope you were. Rangers talk in full effect right now. All right. Yeah. Hey, I saw that they, they are going to fill that ballpark up. They are ready to fill it that? up under certain provisions, which are all fans are going to have to wear a mask. And there's a free warning rule in effect that if the security guard comes down and tells you three times to put in your mask, then he gets to escort you out. Let me ask you something. Yeah, do it. Okay. If if this if this is going to play out the way, which I man, this is something that I just I'm fascinated by is the way restaurants work right now. Yeah. So you've got to walk in yeah. with a mask on, yeah. go to your table, and I you take it. your mask off. I know. It is is it just it, you just look at, and it is idiocracy to me beyond all levels of idiocracy. So. I think the new ballpark is uh, a little less than forty thousand. Yeah, you got people sitting right next to you. Yeah, and when you okay, what is everybody doing when they're there at the game? Eating, Eating and, drinking. and drinking. Yeah. So, is it going to be like at a restaurant? You, well, you can take your mask off when you're eating and drinking. Yes. Hello. Yeah, I'll take I it mean, a step d- further d- to make your point even stronger. Is that 
at least for the first month of the season, the freaking roof's going to be open. So you're outdoors on top of it. You know, you're right. not inside an indoor uh, restaurant facility where, as you described it, it's exactly right. You walk into a restaurant, then you take your mask off. So you're only, quote, protecting yourself and others for the walk in and the walk out. So, why, I mean, yeah, why, it, wouldn't, why wouldn't it be the same? It's, it must have to do with liability in some ways. And, and you know, they just, they just don't want to get nailed as, as – be able to trace it back to the ballpark because that's where you picked it up. Here's here is the job I want to I want okay. I want this job. Okay, I want to be an usher <laughs> at the at the Globe Life Field. Okay, I want to be an usher trying to enforce that. Yeah. Pass. Good lord. Let me get a guy in the sixth inning that is on his you know fifth fifth cold cold yeah. pop. Yeah, and he's got to, you know, and you're going to try to talk to him about, hey, you need to put your mask. Oh no, it's it, I don't see how that's uh, agreed. It's, it seems to be a challenge. I think some of those rules are just there, uh, you know, to say, hey, we got rules. You know, I don't know. We got rules. Yeah, but that's what I think I said in one of our earlier uh, uh, sessions that uh, that's a hundred loss team. And I, I just think that's that's the way that it's going to be. And they took a blow to their uh, bullpen. Didn't help to Hernandez. Yeah, I was really no. looking forward to watching that guy throw. He looked pretty filthy even last year in a limited time that we got to see him. But he's apparently got a little elbow issue, which for pitchers, that ain't no good. Oh, no. No, that's not, uh, that's not good at all. Um, but – Correct me if I'm wrong on this. In the in the grand scheme of things, isn't it the elbow? If you're gonna have a problem, the elbow is a lot less worrisome than the shoulder. That's what we've been advised from people in the know. Right. So you know, because they, I, I guess they can, they can grab, you know, do the Tommy John deal, and you see people come back and 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 yeah. do wonderful. You know, hopefully this won't be the type of thing that will bring that type of procedure into play. Right. Because if that procedure's in play, well, then you're talking, you know. A year or two. 2022. Right? You're yeah. talking 2022 for this kid. Yeah. Well, something that's been yeah. positive, at least, you know, spring training-wise, and, of course, you can't bring that to the regular season, but Joey Gallo and, and Guzman are apparently just depositing balls over the fence at a record pace. Love it. I love that. If for no other reason than all of a sudden you can package Gallo into a deal to, you know, <laughs> maybe do something. Yeah, that's a fact. I mean, he's he he's the uh, the marquee player on the roster, and he's the one that I guarantee you that uh, that John Daniels is getting uh, the phone calls for, or is it Chris? Um, Chris his last Young. Name, Chris, uh, Young. Chris Young. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I imagine their phones ringing pretty regularly. Well, it won't be long now, Headman. I guess it's April 5th, coming soon. Blue Jays opening day at Globe Life Field, the GILF. I like that. I, I'm, I'm fired up about it. I, you know, I've, I've got some tickets to games, and I'm looking forward to uh, for us getting out there and, and watching it. And I, I want to broadcast from there, for sure. Indeed. Brotherhood, everybody stay safe. Thank you for tuning in once again. 
once again, always good to, to share some time with the brotherhood. Yeah, brother, hang on. That's how you do it, sports brothers. <laughs> 